To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Heather Duplessy-Allen. 9292 is the text number. You can let me know what you think standard text fees apply. Now, um, just from that to the other side of the coin, New Zealand now has more gang members than it's ever had in the history of the country. 338 more names have been added to the national gang list in September and October, and the total is now well above 8,000. Nationals Police Spokesperson Mark Mitchell's with us. Hey, Mitch. Hi, Heather. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Why are these guys joining gangs? Well, because you've got a soft-on crime Labor government that's created a very permissive environment where they can operate with impunity and they, they think they're controlling the place. And so their recruitment processes are good. Um, you know, it's attractive to go and join the gangs with the gangs, with the uh, bling and the bikes and the uh, and the money um, and the drugs. So, um, you know, the, the numbers keep going up. And you had Chris Hipkins come in to replace Poto Williams because uh, by the Prime Minister's own admission, Poto Williams had lost focus on the police portfolio, but under Chris's leadership, there's 338 new gang members. What evidence do we have that the gangs think that they're controlling the place? Well, you only have to have a look at South Auckland um, a few days ago when you had a tangi there and you had 200 gang members out taking over the roads, doing burnouts around uh, roundabouts, um, weaving in and out of traffic, abusing and intimidating members of the public. Um, I mean, there's just... I, I was listening to you earlier. I'm 100% agree there's a line in the sand, and we should say as a country, we are not going to accept this sort of behaviour anymore. When, when these guys were doing this in South Auckland, Mitch, what did the cops do? There were no, there was no police to be seen at all. Why? Um, and, and that's worrying. Well, I'll tell you what, the one problem with the police is we've got a world-class police service in this country that we should be proud of, but they are stretched to breaking point. And over the last five years of the soft-on-crime Labor government, the situation now is so bad that they are really struggling to try and get on top of it. They stood up um, Operation Cobalt after a lot of political media and public pressure, and that was the um, dedicated gang task force. They've done some pretty good work, but of course they've drawn staff from other areas, and so now we're starting to see big problems with um, the public not being able to get a police response to some things that they need, really need a response to. I don't lay the blame of, at the police's feet on that. I lay it clearly at the government's feet for putting them in a situation that they just can't keep up with the levels of crime that we're currently experiencing. I take your point. Um, I do. I, I think you've got a fair point there with the soft on crime nonsense. I do think also, though, that it must be something to do with what's going on, right? If you if you have a, a situation where the cost of living's going up, kids feel like things are hopeless, that's going to drive them into the gangs, isn't it? And then you've got the deportees coming over as well. That can't be helping. No, the deportees definitely um, uh, introduced a new level of sort of probably sinister violent behaviour, big global networks, um, without a doubt. But the problem was already sitting there. We, it was already an organic problem for us as a country. Um, but, and yes, I do agree with you that is that economic situation will drive more people towards crime as well, sadly. But the fact of the matter is the reason why the situation is so bad is because they, they feel like they can operate with uh, impunity. I mean, we had the awful situation. We've got one of our police officers lying in Auckland Hospital after having been struck by a a fleeing um, driver trying to lay um, road spice. I mean, you know, if I, I'm, I don't know why the commissioner hasn't been out saying if you drive at, shoot at, or assault one of my officers, then the full force of the law will be brought to bear um, because mm. they've been targeted daily as well. 
Um, one of the debates, when we started to see that these gang numbers were ticking up, one of the things that was argued was that, yes, they get on the list, but they don't get off the list. Is that what's happening here as well? Are there people who have decided not to become gang members, but they're still listed as gang members? Well, that's, I mean, that's a very good question, and that's up to the police and the way they manage that gang national gang list in terms of how people come on and off it. But I think, to be honest with you, 338 new gang members, they have to have actively been recruited and joined the gang to go onto the list. And we've seen, mm. so there's, without a doubt, there's been 330 new gang members since Chris Hipkins um, uh, took over as police minister. So he definitely hasn't got on top of the problem. The problem is growing under his leadership. And the sad thing is, is that um, I can't see it getting any better. They've allowed, this problem has been allowed to grow over the last five years. So it's not one that can be turned around easily or quickly. Good on you, Mitch. Thank you for drawing that to our attention. Mark Mitchell, our National Party Police spokesperson. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.